0: But I didn't know that you were a wordsmith.
1: <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267-22Jiggy. Hey Jiggy, what's happening, man? It must be that uh <laughs> David Bowie song. Jiggy Blake, guitar. Jeff. It's a great day, man. thanks much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm,
0: I'm Mike Massey and uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much.
1: Chiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours.
0: Holy smokes! We have a gigantic day lined up today here on the world famous Chiggy Chaguar Radio program, coast to coast to border to border. On TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course, fifty plus AM/FM stations across the country and around the world. iHeartRadio as well. From the KJag Radio studios in downtown of the Kansas. Monday through Friday, 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 P.M. Mountain Standard. Of course, 24-7 at JiggyJaguar.com. Our brand new free Droid app is available, JiggyJaguar.us. Stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information all on our app. Or you can find it in the Google Play Store. Welcome to the big broadcast. Selected editions will appear on iHeartRadio and 50 plus AM FM stations in the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. Our telephone number is 267 22JIGGY. On demand, commercial free podcasts are available $5 a month from our homepage. It's red linked on the website, jiggyjaguar.com. The Jiggy Jaguar Radio broadcast is brought to you by, in this hour, by our fabulous, fabulous friends at Mail Phoenix. They're packing, shipping, crating, and freight solutions. That's right. pac Phoenix is conveniently located at the northeast corner of 30 sec- 32 Second Street. That's right. And Bell Road in the Frays Plaza. We actually went there when we were traveling through to go to Las Vegas because I had some things I had to, to drop off at Packmail. Pac-Mail. They did a hell of a deal. They got it set up. It was fantastic. They are the only packing and shipping business that you will ever need. Do you need to ship your fine art? How about packing and shipping an auction purchase? Does it need to be custom packed? You have come to the right place. They are the premier packing and shipping store in the Phoenix area, and they specialize in shipping valuable and hard-to-ship items. When you ship with Pac-Mail, you get your choice of carriers, including UPS, FedEx, DHL, and USPS, as well as a variety of freight shipping companies. PacMail Phoenix is a full service packing and shipping store, as well as a custom crating and freight shipping company. They are located in Phoenix and proudly serve the entire Phoenix Valley, including surrounding cities. Request a free online estimate or call them at 620. 620- 602, sorry. 602. I'm just so excited. These guys are absolutely amazing. 602-971-2300. That's 602-971-2300. And tell them you heard about it here on the World of Famous Cheeky Jaguar radio program here on amfm247.com. We've got Dr. Jack Caravelli joining us back here on our second segment. And uh, if you missed our first segment with Dr. Jack, we're going to post it on our website at JiggyJaguar.com talking about the elections. So uh, if you missed it or came in late or want to hear it again, go check out JiggyJaguar.com. Also, our brand new app is available, JiggyJaguar.us, or find it in the Droid Store as well, and uh, Doctor Jack back with us for a second segment here, and we want to cover some of the different uh, news that's going on. Um, uh, doctor, you're you're a uh, expert when it comes to the Middle East and some of the different things that are going on over there. And a story that was uh, just released earlier this week. Uh, The United States government has basically finally admitted that people that they've armed in Syria have committed genocide. Uh, The U.S. uh, House of Representatives voted overwhelmingly to declare that the Islamic State is committing genocide against Christians and other minority groups in Iraq and Syria. And uh, basically, why is it that we continue? (laughs) Why is it U.S. policy, and it's been that way since the Reagan years uh, we go over and we arm these people in the Middle East, and then they do something bad, and then we're like, uh, we've got to go arm somebody else to go get rid of those guys.
1: Uh, well, I think you summed it up pretty well. <laughs> um, you know, uh, James, I'm, I'm actually, and I, I'll talk to you about this maybe in a month or so, I, I'm, I've been writing a new book on the Middle East. Uh, I'm going to release it in about a month, and we can talk about that down the road. Okay, uh, But, you know, we have had, uh, particularly under this president, you know, a, a, a terrible track record of inconsistency uh, in our policy ac- across the Middle East. Uh, we have alienated our friends, the Israelis, under this administration. We have alienated others who we've been friendly with in the past, including the Egyptians uh, and the Saudis. Uh, yes. And now, as you said... Um, you know, it's, it's almost like someone discovered, you know, gambling in a casino. <laughs> uh, you know, with, you yeah, know what, a, what, a, what a shock. Um, <laughs> the, you know, the, the, the terrorists in the region, ISIS in particular, you know, for years this has been going on. I mean, it, again, it's, it, it is an appalling uh, set of things that they have done to Christians. Uh, the U.S. media has not given this nearly the attention it deserves. Uh, it, it is clearly genocide, genocide being defined as, you know, the deliberate killing of, of, a, of a group or race of people because of who they are. Um, you know, the Middle East, and I, I write about this in the new book, the Middle East is being transformed in ways that we do not fully understand And I think when the history of of this period, James, in that region, is finally written, and I'm trying to do some of that, I I think we will find that this administration is extraordinarily culpable and has contributed to a lot of the ills of the region, certainly not all of them. uh, but, But, you know, when we had choices to make where we could have mitigated some of these problems, including the you know, the wanton attack against Christians, you know, we sat on our hands, and that has really brought us no credit. Uh, The Russians have moved in, as you know, now they're moving out. Yeah. But we have a lot to answer for in the region, but of course, you know, so so do the bad guys as well, so it's a region of not one or two problems, but almost a Rubik's Cube of problems, and I I will tell you, sitting in Washington and watching this for years you know we as as a government uh democrat and republican we do not know what we're doing and we we as a nation our interests we're going to be all the poorer for it
0: we've got dr jack caravelli with us today he joins us live here on the telephone talking a little bit about some of the different uh news and views and some of the issues of the day that are that are going on uh another uh, another topic that I want to talk to you about here is, uh, fairly recently, Saudi Arabia, they basically killed 41 innocent people. The Saudi Arabian-led coalition in Yemen has been blamed for the deaths of scores of people in an attack at a market, and uh, the attack on Tuesday killed at least 41 and wounded 75 others, and uh, it seems that we're, we're buddy-buddy with Saudi Arabia sometimes, so nobody ever talks about this. Uh why is this not not being mentioned in the United States you're a expert when it comes to the Middle East is it because Saudi Arabia helps us out a lot with the oil and different things or are we trying to keep them happy or is it just like out of sight out of mind it doesn't happen here in the United States so we don't care
1: yeah James I'm not so sure that it's not some of all of that <laughs> uh, I will tell you one thing you know having been in in London two weeks ago, the, the, the British cover global events, global affairs, much better than we do in America. I mean, we, and you hit it on your last point, you know, we act like if it's not happening here, it's not happening. And that is a terrible mistake. The, the U.S. media, for a variety of reasons, uh, is doing a terrible job, whether you whether you agree or not with any country or, or its acts. Uh, you know, we are just not covering it well, number one. Yeah. Number two, I mean, we are, you know, we traditionally have been friends with the Saudis. In part, it's been a marriage of convenience because of oil. Uh, you know, that has changed some. But it, but ironically, uh, and, and to your point, first of all, uh, you know, if indeed the Saudis were responsible for that, I, you know, I, I think that would be an appalling act. The, yeah. the, the Saudi perceptions are, you know, and the Saudis are really fighting the Iranians, for control of Yemen. You know, Yemen's on the Saudi border. But I think as the Saudis look across the Middle East, and this is a point you were making earlier, as the set whether they're right or wrong, but as the Saudis look across the Middle East, they see the Iranians, their they're arch enemy, they're, they're the blood feud, they see the Iranians as controlling, not only are trying to control in Yemen, but also in Syria, also in Iraq, also in Lebanon, And I think they believe, number one, Iran is on the rise. And number two, I think they believe with some justification that the Obama administration would sign the nuclear deal with Iran that you and I have talked about. Yeah. That the Obama administration doesn't give a damn about the Saudis. Uh, And I think the Saudis feel they're being hung out to dry or thrown under the bus, whatever phrase you want, by Obama. And then recently Obama was openly very critical of the Saudis, um, saying that the Saudis were sort of um, living off the U.S. support, and the Saudis really pushed back. There have been articles and a couple of papers about this over the the past week. So the relationship uh, is is really fragile. But again, it's the, you know, and again, I I do not give the Saudis a pass. But I, I will say that for our government, you know, for, for a U.S. president to publicly criticize someone that has done more than we'll ever know in the region to stabilize things, I mean, that, that's a tone-deaf government on our part. And, and I understand why, why the Saudis are pretty irked. Now, Obama uh, has announced that in April he's, all, he's going to go to London, actually, and then he's going to go on to Saudi Arabia. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see if he mends fences. But I think this is part of a larger administration uh, set of policies that that is really, as I said earlier, just antagonized our, our, our nominal friends in the region and done nothing but give uh, support, uh, even indirectly, to the Iranians. And, you know, this is, this is nonsense. I mean, the long-term consequences of this, we're, we, we can even just begin to get a glimmer of right now.
0: We've got Dr. Jack Caravelli joining us today here in our broadcast. And, uh, Dr. Jack, I always appreciate uh, your thoughts and feelings on different things and uh, looking forward to talking to you next week.
1: James, many thanks. Great to be with you again, and uh, we'll catch up soon.
0: Definitely. Have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you. Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today. The fantastic Dr. Jack Caravelli. We're taking time out. We've got a uh, great